0: What is the fly fishing capital of the Southern Appalachians? Some would say 117 Island Street in Bryson City, North Carolina. What's that address mean? Well, the last time we spoke to our next guest, this was the brand new location for the Fly Fishing Museum of Southern Appalachians. Welcome, everyone, to the Carolina Outdoors. I'm your host, Bill Barty. And since that time, a lot has happened. We're going to bring on the founder of the Fly Fishing Museum onto the program right now, Alan Baker. Alan, welcome back to the Carolina Outdoors. Well,
1: thank you. I'm glad to be back.
0: Oh, It's always good to get you on here, especially when we're talking about the North Carolina Mountains, especially when we're talking about Bryson City. But now we're going to talk about this fly fishing museum, and Alan, a lot has happened since we last spoke. Uh, it was 2023 in the springtime, and, and since then, um, a new location has occurred. Talk to us about yeah. that new location. We have reports that it's fantastic, but let, let, we're going to let you go into the exhibits and the uh, curation that is there uh, last year, and then we're going to find out what's happening there now.
1: Okay, well, let me step back one one little bit. Uh, last year, we did, uh, you know, due to COVID, we had to put off the Hall of Fame by inductees. But we finally did that uh, last spring. And um, uh, recently, uh, Swain County has a uh, legislative declaration of being the uh, fly fishing capital of the South. So those two things have happened here recently.
0: Wow, big uh, deal.
1: The, um, the plan from uh, day one when we moved to Bryson City was to build a building appropriate for the museum, and uh, part of that uh, building process was to build uh, a complementary uh, building with aquariums uh, that would draw families so the families would come and see the fly fishing museum, and it would be much more than just fly fishermen coming. So um, in two thousand nineteen, we finished the aquariums, and uh, that building uh was up and running from that day forward with the um, um, Swain county uh staffing uh the aquariums and uh we've we've pretty much operated uh, every day since the um The building for the fly fishing museum was completed last year and we completed the move in May, and uh, everything is consolidated together and operated uh, by Swain County now.
0: Now, Alan, the museum is self-guided, but talk to us. They're operating the museum today, uh, through the history, through the exhibits there at the museum. Okay.
1: Um, well, the um, it is self-guided, but there is uh, someone on staff available for questions. Um when you um, enter the um, museum, the uh, first drift boat that was used in the southeast um, is now suspended from the ceiling, giving us more space for displays.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: uh, there is a lot more dialogue about the boat and its history and the other um, uh, few uh, that started drift uh, boat fly fishing in the southeast. Um, one of the things we lost was the old porch at the other location where we had the rod exhibits on, on a porch. Um, we needed to, uh, get that a little more compact. So the rod exhibits are on the wall mounted. Um, so a little less barnwood than we used to have the, um, the fly tying exhibit, uh, table, all that is still in place. Um, we have uh, several videos that uh, present uh, exhibits. Uh, All together, there's probably 100, 150 exhibits in the room now.
0: Well, I'm going to ask you a question. I, ho- I hope it's e- I know this is going to be easy for you because you are a, a, a multi-time author. You are a historian. You've been active in the fly fishing community uh, in our. Country, but especially here in our local area in the in the Carolinas, in North Carolina, uh, for the past fifty years. But one of the exhibits is the evolution uh, or the timeline of the evolution of fly fishing. Now, Alan, it is listed on the website uh, for the museum as 8,000 BC up until modern times. Now, 2024. Talk to us about that exhibit and. Boy, you talk about the history of fly fishing, 8,000 B.C., so 10,000 years this sport's been going on.
1: Well, there is um, uh, some evidence that uh, our uh, Native Americans uh, uh, put uh, deer skin on a um, a stone hook, actually, uh, with a resin uh, to uh, be able to fool fish and and to catch fish for substance Back then, the uh, original stone hooks uh, uh, date back to 8,000 BC. We don't know when the time actually occurred that those things, that invention actually occurred. The uh, majority of our fly fishing history is um, uh, from around the turn turn of uh, the century. Uh, let will see 200 AD somewhere around there. Most fly fishing. Uh, history comes from that point, uh, documented by the Romans. And, you know, from a history standpoint, we either have archaeological evidence or uh, written evidence. And so most of fly fishing history is the written part from 200 A.D. And a lot of the things in in our museum for the southeast, um, it dates back to somewhere around 700 A.D. for the Cherokee, that actually uh, tied flies. But uh, most of that history is the last 150 years.
0: Alan Baker is the voice you hear right there. He is the founder of the Fly Fishing Museum of the Southern Appalachian. And, Alan, I wanted to ask you a, a, a little bit about the exhibits and where they come from. Are these uh, purchased, or are they donated, or are they on loan from the owners? Because it is a, a quite a few exhibits with uh, th- that go in depth. Where do these things come from? Um,
1: almost, I would say, ninety-five percent is donated items. Um, when we started, um, I, I knew quite a few uh, fellow anglers that had their own little personal museums at home, <laughs> <Yes>. and. Um, <laughs> We were able to get um, a lot of donations when we started, and systematically over time, they've come forward. Uh, we had a, a large donation of bamboo rods a few years ago, and um, that has uh, served the museum really well in terms of being able to get the, the history of rod, rods, ply um, rods. There are a few loaned items in there. Um, I don't recall purchasing uh, very much of anything in the museum. Almost everything's donated.
0: When we're talking about the regionality of the the Southern Appalachians, how does this compare, you know, the Northeast gets obviously a lot of credit there in the uh, uh, New England, New York area, uh, or a lot of uh, history there as well in modern times and, of course, uh, out west, whether you're talking about Colorado, Montana, uh, New Mexico, Utah all the way to California uh, and more how, how does this compare to other regions and their celebration of of the history, the lore, the people that are involved in the sport of fly fishing?
1: Well uh, when I started uh, I consulted with the um, uh, curator of the Catskill Flyfish museum
0: yes and the
1: mm. curator of the uh, uh federation fly Fisher museum in livingston montana um we're very very similar in the composition of the museum uh, our geographical area is from the so-called mason dixon line south uh, including all you know the all the appalachians uh we have by exhibit uh pretty much stayed on that uh, uh, boundary, except for a few what we call special exhibits. Uh, There are uh, some things from the Ozarks, because it wasn't represented in any of the museums, and I am doing a little consulting right now with some others that want to do a Western fly fishing museum, and that may occur sometime in the future.
0: Wow. Well, you've had a great, this is the third location. If you're just joining us here on the Carolina Outdoors, we're talking to Alan Baker, founder of the Southern, of the Fly Fishing Museum of the Southern Appalachians. And Alan, with your permission, I'm going to switch gear, uh, switch gears. We're going to come back to the museum, but we're going to talk a little bit about you because you are the founder. It's really remarkable uh, uh, what you have undertaken since your retirement Um, from Duke Energy after 30-plus years there. But before you retired, uh, you helped do something here in regards to conservation. Uh, The Trout Unlimited Banquet, the uh, Friends of Rocky River is upcoming, Alan, which you were one of the founding members of, and you're going to be recognized at that event uh, in their own Hall of Fame. Talk to us about your career in conservation locally and how that has kind of evolved locally with with not just fly fishing, but just cold water conservation in general um, over the past 40 years or so?
1: Um, We, with uh, Joe Hedrick and John Benbow and others, uh, we started the Rocky River chapter in 1981. It was a resurrection of the old Charlotte chapter that had uh, uh, pretty much dissolved in the past before that. Um, and so, in a sense, I kind of was fortunate to be a charter member, kind of lucky to be there at the right time. But it, it certainly put me in a direction of doing conservation work. And I served as the third president. Uh, I served state council, uh, and then I went on the national board and served on the Trout Unlimited national board for 14 years, taking the positions uh, regional vice president, and then eventually. Uh, uh, Vice President, when we restructured the organization back in the 90s. Uh, since then, uh, I've stayed uh, pretty much involved with Rocky River. Uh, in more recent times, I teach fly time, uh, but I did do one book on the history of the chapter. Uh, so so everyone would know how we got started and, and what a good chapter it's been.
0: Well, and I think it's for those reasons you're going to be honored uh, at that banquet and here on the Carolina Outdoors, we want to say uh, thank you for what you do, but also congratulations for that recognition. Well, it was
1: it was a surprise. Uh, the board uh, had decided to start a, a Hall of Fame um, and um, I certainly am uh, humbled and honored to be the first to be selected.
0: Well, uh, that it is a. Uh, uh, an honor that's due. You are the first uh, member of that, uh, or who has been honored that way. So congratulations on that. But Alan, I, I can't help but think your activity in Trout Unlimited, uh, is, is a resume like no other for, for many, but also your work on this fly fishing museum of the Southern Appalachians, not just getting it started, but, uh, getting it to this, this third place, which, um, it sounds like, Alan, I'll let you tell me, that it's, it is finally home now. This is its best place side-by-side side with that aquarium, bringing in uh, men, women, and children, being educated not only on the sport of fly fishing, but also the bi- biologies involved uh, that, that we can see at the aquarium. Is this home?
1: I think so. Uh, I have been doing some satellite uh, locations uh, as you, you run out of space in any museum,
0: right. And
1: that's pretty much where we're at now. Uh, so after 10 years of work on this, uh, I still have some, some vision of getting the word out all up and down the Appalachians by doing remote exhibits, uh, continuing the hall of fame activity. And, uh, we have a fly tires guild. Uh, so I think beyond the buildings themselves, um, uh, I see uh, uh, future people in fly fishing carrying—you uh, might say—the banner forward, doing other things related to it.
0: And when you do the mobile, do you stick to Appalachia, or do you ever go east or west from the mountains?
1: Um, for the um, the fly fishing museum, we've we've pretty much stayed with the theme of the Southern Appalachians, but with the um, Hall of Fame. Uh, we recently re-scoped the Hall of Fame to be the Southern Fly Fishing Hall of Fame. And we we are including uh, saltwater, warm water uh, anglers as well.
0: Alan Baker is his name, founder of the Fly Fishing Museum of the Southern Appalachians. Alan, what is the website so that we can go check it out before we head up to the museum?
1: Um, flyfishingmuseum.org
0: flyfishingmuseum.org, Alan Baker. Congratulations again to the upcoming recognition. Uh, Thank you for what you do out there because it is amazing the work that you put in. Uh, We haven't even talked about your books, but just uh, focusing on the things that you have going on, but especially there at the museum, uh, whether it be the timeline of fly fishing from, from B.C. to the large collection of realistic flies to the profiles of legendary uh, anglers uh, to that McKenzie boat that you uh, mentioned hanging from the ceiling. Uh, thank you for what you have done and are doing to put it all together.
1: And, Bill, thank you for uh, following us each year with your radio show and letting us do an update.
0: Off he goes. You're very welcome. We're glad to do it. Off goes Alan and off goes Bill. But don't worry, I'll be back on the other side to wrap up this edition of the Carolina Outdoors.